0: Yo, what is good? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry podcast. And this podcast has been brought to you by people talking crap about me in the chat section because I took a little bit longer to get on, even though all the content creators are also late on their own live shows. It's just something that we do, baby. That's just something that we do. I was actually making sure that all the audio and stuff was correct, getting the segments set up. It was a really busy week, man. Your boy busy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your boy busy lately, man. So many emails coming in about collaborations and, you know, just new sponsors and stuff. And your boy's working. You know, he's a one-man team. So even though I wasn't taking a crap uh, before the live podcast, you know, you guys, that's what you guys think that I do. But it wasn't this time. You know what I'm saying? I was working out the shoulders. And then after that, you know, I had to uh, make sure everything was Okay in the audio you know what i'm saying i gotta tell you about something though the greatest website of all time patreon.com slash everyday city carry where kelly and i do a deep dive behind the scenes in our lives bruh you can only get this on patreon.com slash everyday city carry or if you are a channel member on youtube they're one hour long at least episodes every sunday dude you get four hours for the entry of five dollars yo. if you're gonna be You know what I'm saying? You're going to do the entry level, five. And then the real homies do 20. You know what I mean? Those are the uh, for the homies that ride till death. That's what that tier is, the $20 one. And then no one has ever done the $100 tier where I'm supposedly uh, going to send feet pics. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But yeah, patreon.com slash Carry. That happens every Sunday. We do a lot of cool stuff on there. Sometimes we put up vlogs on there. And that's where you're going to get all that, which you don't get on the normal YouTube channel. And the other greatest website of all time, okay, the other one is naffsale.com. It is the best place to buy and sell your EDC gear. Now, why naffsale, bro? Why naffsale? It is for knife lovers everywhere. Anyone can buy and sell. Our truly custom platform is designed to be used by Knife Nuts all over the world, okay? I know this because someone named Jean-Pierre, who is smoking a cigarette and wearing a beret and leaning power, bought my Urban EDC F5.5. Is that how I imagine the guy? Yes. Is that really what he looks like? No. But he did buy my Urban EDC F5.5 in Carta and he was from France. And apparently, special forces did. Secure payments and safe shipping, easy checkout for buyers, crystal clear payouts for sellers, and tracking updates every step of the way, up to 100% buyer and seller protection. If you buy a knife on sale and you don't get it, you're going to get your money back, the CEO told me. You know what I'm saying? He told me on this podcast. A trustworthy community, our peer-to-peer rating system, makes it easy to buy and sell with confidence. There's a five-star rating system. And if you have five stars, you are eligible to win these giveaways, dude. There is the Spydeco Native 5 and CPM Spy 27. That's the next one they're giving away. They also gave away a TRM Shadow and a Hogue Deca, which is awesome, dude. One of my favorite knives. Uh, And uh, Real Humans, our founding team, is standing by for support. There's live chat functionality on the bottom right-hand corner. They will send you memes, dude. They will send you memes. They will make you feel warm and fuzzy inside, not cold and heartless like the artificial intelligent overlords that are on their way to take over our lives. They are actual human beings, not machines. There's a budget-friendly section made in the USA Urban EDC and Giant Mouse section because they are official retailers of Giant Mouse and Urban EDC. There's an accessory section as well as the best thing on this site, best thing ever, the new listings section. Keep in mind, you can make all your listings with your phone. You do not need a computer, so it's very easy to list. Check this out right here. They have a USAMB exclusive DLC Koenig areas right off the bat. Fire, bro. They have a Kevin John Venom Wing 350. Benchmade grip, 123 on that, the Sheep's Foot S30V. Pretty dope. They just have a bunch of different things you're never going to see these knives grouped up in the same place in somewhere else. Man, a lot of people are selling these Ariases, bro. What's up with that? I, I get I think dudes need money. Oh, it's Captain Ricky. It's cuz he's going to blade show, I think. He's just trying to get rid of some stuff is what I'm assuming. Look at that. This fellow content creator right here, Captain Ricky, dude. <laughs> Buy this and give him a five-star rating, you know what I'm saying? You got to hinder a half track right there. So there's a lot of fun that could be had just sur- surfing this, surfing this thing and just checking out what's here. There's always new things on there all the time. So definitely check out navsale.com, the best place to buy and sell EDC gear. Now back to the show, dude we got a huge show today, and y'all are fucking, uh, I could curse now, thank God. Y'all are going crazy in the chat already. I'm very happy to see that. Early morning champ is Echo D. He said, good morning, everyone, at 6.59 a.m. That's crazy, because I think I posted this. I scheduled this around, like, 6.40-ish, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's uh, just uh, roll call of who's in here, you know? Raise your hand. I'm checking attendance. You know what I mean? I'm Professor Sarian right here. Uh, we got Echo D, Me With Knives Mark, Mark H. We have The Matt Hoff, right? What's happening? You Knife Day last night. Chavez Tak in the pocket. Woo! Let me know how you like that. I love that one. We have um, Nathan Nettick in here. We've got to keep going down. Man, you guys are busy in the chat, bro. We got Aaron B. We got the homie Aaron B who is, I think Aaron B. is like the official like guy that buys a lot of stuff guy. Because every time he's always like buying new stuff. And I'm like, how do you have all this money, bro? How do you have all this money? As usual, drop what y'all are carrying in the chat. I always appreciate that. Right now, currently, I'm carrying the Kaiser Torn Gat, which is a knife that I think uh, caught me by surprise. I did not think I would like this very much. But the slim nature and ergonomics of this Um, And, you know, relatively slim blade stock. I really like this quite a bit, man. The action is really good, too. Just a solid offering from Kaiser. Just really fun to reverse flick on this one. And it is not focusing for some reason. The torn gap, bro. I'm into it. I'm into it. I've been carrying it for like since yesterday. So I'm still carrying it in the pocket right now. We got Fox in here. Nathan Nettick. We have Brian Dorn. Ian Coates. Ian Coates, bro. Ian Coates, thank you so much for coming through. And uh, let's see. Zahn, and mordax for the carry today. You're trying to decide. I saw that your boy Brandon is selling his Zahn. I think he sold it already. I wonder why that is. Is he trying to get like a special edition one from Blade Ops? I thought he was I thought he was Zon Gang. You know what I'm saying? I thought the dude was Zon Gang. You know what I mean? We got Robert Douglas up in here. Awesome. Girth Brooks, dude. What's up, man? Love that name. It always makes me laugh. Mark Ridgewell, my Raiden bro is in here right now we got barbarian brawny what's up what's up what's up what's up man yeah i'm trying to do he says nap sale out of the gate holy shit yeah i'm trying to do because all the pros pretty much like say the same thing every intro that's what i noticed like people that are absolutely killing it on patreon and other stuff like that like they kind of do their stuff right away so i was like let me try that your boy's always trying things you know that we got Eugene Krabs in here. Matt, Fo, uh, Matt Hoff has to go, but hope you come back in a little bit. Uh, let's keep going down here. <clears throat> they're not robots bent on genocide. Ian Coates says, I chatted with Nafsale on Insta yesterday. Confirmed they're not robots <laughs> bent on genocide. Dude, that's what I've been saying, though. That's what I've been saying, though. Uh, I do have some knives that I think need discussion. I'm trying to see what y'all are carrying, though. I'm trying to see what y'all are carrying here. I saw, talked about Matt Hoff with the tack already. Yeah, Riat makes a hell of a knife. Yeah, man. That's pretty awesome. Had the tack $40 off. Ooh, that's a good deal. We're going to talk about some of the online retailers today as well. That's like something that I have kind of news. It's like Blade HQ didn't want to ship things to me again. And it wasn't like I was ordering autos or anything. They were knives, I would say, that are around 3.5 inches, which is fine. The blade length restriction is four inches or under. They wouldn't send it to me. So that's really weird. Um, I think we should try to buy something off of GP knives today to see how we fare over there. Uh, The Blade Ops package is coming today. I'm gonna get it tonight. So we're gonna see a whole new resurgence of next month's stuff which is going to be awesome. Let's keep going down here and see. I love my Kirby Lambert rain made by Riat, Dude, Riyadh, gas, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'll also, it makes me very happy to see you guys using the gas pump, the gasoline pump emoji to tell me something is gas. It makes me feel good inside. Let's keep doing that. Let's just confuse the shit out of EDC people that aren't in the know. You know what I mean? Because I've been using that a lot. Like, I've been using it a lot. I, I stuck to it. And uh, I think it's confusing people. But also, they're like, what is this gasoline emoji thing? Like, people have dm me and be like, what's that mean? V <laughs> one has kicked my mini Griptilian out of my work pants pocket. Dude, I love the Hogdeca. What can I say? I love it, man. And uh, apparently, y'all, are, y'all love it, too. Because I've been getting a lot of hits on my original GOAT affiliate link. Uh, that link is in the description right now if you want to pick up original goat scales, which I have been an advocate of because I've gotten custom scales before and they're kind of, you know, they're aight. but these original goat scales are insane. The quality is insane. There's some good machining, good seracote, just literally good everything. I don't even know if I have mine out right now. I don't have it out. Take it out, though it's just really awesome i've got the aztec teal on my where is it i've lost it my friends here it is right here the beauty the aztec teal beauty hogue deca v2 the original goat original goat (laughs) i was gonna say original deca for some reason the hogue deca v2 in original goat aztec teal this is cerakote with the matte black backspacer as well to match i wish my blade was black Right, if the blade was black on this, and also if the pocket clip was black, that would be so sick. Do they have aftermarket uh, clips, like lynch or something? Like black lynch clips or something like that, or some kind of black clip for the uh, DECA V2. I'd probably get that. But Yeah, you can get 15% off these scales. So they started around 65, use code EDCC, and you will get 15% off your entire order, which is quite a bit, actually. You know what I'm saying? It's actually quite a bit to get 15% off, and you can do that. There's a link in the description. It also helps me out if you do that. We got Brian Dorn in the house. Thank you so much for coming through. Let's scroll all the way down now because you guys are chatting a lot, bro. Ray, Brandon's brother wanted a rosy, so Brandon gave his brother his original design to sell, and then his brother gave him his newer less worn on. I mean, yo, the, the EDM boy is pulling in money, bro. You know what I'm saying? The EDM boy is pulling in money, I think. You know what I'm saying? I am pulling in okay money, right? I'm um, happy to report that the channel is doing well. You know, I make decent. I could live. I could eat. I don't have to worry if I go to a restaurant once a week and kelly and i are there i don't have to worry if we can afford it which is like a really good feeling but i don't live lavishly you know what i mean i don't pick up i don't pick up a lot of the expensive knives um and most of the things are sent to me for review so i still keep it yo i still keep it like pretty chill you know what i'm saying but you know what you we know what doesn't keep it pretty chill is this fucking thing right here dude <laughs> okay <laughs> for you audio listeners i am holding up a giant chunk of metal right here all right and i have to give a shout out to one of my fitness homies i have two fitness homies in edc i think it is neve's knives and metal complex because you know on the dl metal complex is probably the most jack guy out of all the reviewers that you guys watch potentially he's a stupid jack bro like he doesn't put it out online but i you know i'm saying we compare pictures now that dude jack city um, this is the DMF by Sniper Blade Works. And the only reason I am able to do the collab with them, and they sent me this on the house, is Metal Complex dropped my name as a creator to work with. Um, because they were looking for more people that are gonna get them views, and this thing definitely got views. Look at look how thick this is. This is so thick. This is almost 10 ounces in weight. And the funny thing is, the blade isn't even that big. Look. <laughs> So it's an S35VN, right? Um, I think the negatives that I have of it is I really like this side, okay, aesthetically, right? This looks really cool to me. It's just like a hulking beast of a knife that you're not going to worry about it, like, breaking on you. I mean, the stock, the, the, the I mean, look at the scales. That's thick, bro, with four Cs. T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C-C. Look at this huge um but aesthetically the other side just seems like really bare right you know what i'm saying it's just like a solid slab of titanium with a black blade pretty simple pocket clip this side looks pretty festive you know what i'm saying looks pretty festive you've got the g10 you got bronze pivot collar bronze on the scales and you have this thing right here i mean look at the look at the frame lock look at the lock bar bro this is thick son that's the only negative I have of it is I have small hands, so disengaging this thing is a two-handed ordeal. Unless I want to like kind of get a lot of fatigue, then I could close it with one hand. Um, and it does have good action, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, you wouldn't think that you could, you know, like flick, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, this is four hundred twenty-five dollars. Um, I think it's made in the USA, though. I want to say that it is. We can double check right now. I want to give him a shout. Really, really sick ergos on this one from a bushcrafty kind of outdoors perspective. Um, you can get a lot of cool grips on this. Like, I've seen these Nat Geo dudes going like this, chopping shit, you know? And then this right here, because of this choil area and the jimping on top that is also diesel, you know, you kind of have some pretty cool um, ergonomics on this you know you got that grip right there you could do one of these you could do this very comfortably and even this look I could get look at this <laughs> and then this is also really good as well so a lot of good applications on this one um, I would probably bring this just for fun if I went in the outdoors I'd of course bring a fixed blade but this is, uh yeah, apparently it's carried by paramedics, and the military is who likes these things. That's what they claim on the website. Sniper Blade Works, isn't it? Sniper Blade Works DMF, isn't it? Isn't that right, boys? We're going to check it out now with the morning crew. We're going to check out Sniper Blade Works. It says 35 yen, isn't it? All right, so they have a couple of different options here that you can get. Ooh, this one looks crazy. Look at that blade, bro. What the hell? Let's check that out. How come I can't zoom in? Look at that! What the? What in the world? Oh shit! (laughs) Let's reset this. Okay. So, um, it says I want to see where this is made. Though I don't. It doesn't say made in the USA. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I thought that. But let's go to About and see what they say. Founded by knife designer Lance Abernathy in 2009. Sniper Blade Works pioneered ergonomic pistol grip. Ah, uh, It definitely looks like a gat, bro. Uh, handles and cutting-edge knife designs that catapulted the company to the top of the custom knife-making game. Lance's DMF was featured on the cover of Blade Magazine, one of many articles that have been written about Lance and his knives. Thereafter, Lance's Mamu was featured on... Discovery Channel's popular *Man Woman Wild*. Sniper BladeWorks draws its greatest satisfaction from the Special Forces SWAT and other tactical men and women who choose our blades as their personal carry when deployed on or uh, deployed or on missions. What's the Mamu? Dor Mamu. Oh, this one is sick too. They were, you know, this is another thing I like about them. They were like, "Which one do you want to check out? Do you want to check out the? I think they said the LMC or the DMF. Let me double check on that." It was the LPC, which is also cool looking as well. This is the LPC right here. It's pretty cool. $2.95 for this one. It's a little bit cheaper. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, man. Definitely a cool thing if you want to drop some dough on a just diesel knife, dude. This is absolutely diesel. Like you're gonna, if you're a fan of that, you know what I mean? I am a fan of that. Metal Complex likes those Mid Guards Messer type knives. This is one of them. This is one of them. This is one of them things. They're just thick. Pistol grip just isn't as if different isn't comfortable to me. I mean, it's it seems pretty good. I mean, I haven't hard used it. So I can't really, you know what I'm saying? I can't really, you know, say like, hey, it's mad comfortable, hard use. I would just imagine that it is, right? You know, maybe in certain applications. They said SWAT, bro. I mean, imagine just breaking down the door and just being like, Sup. you probably would have a gun, though. But uh yeah, so this is uh, the grip right there. There's a lot of cool little grips and applications that I dig. I mean, what in the world? Look at this. You could hold it like this, too. And you just got a tough little blade, bro. Like, I'm not really super worried about this snapping. It's tough. Looks tough, bro but yeah shout out to sniper blade works man for 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 dropping that to me and uh we got a couple of other knives here as well that i've been sharing in my shorts uh content this is the sharp by design mini tempest all right this is the first sharp by design knife that was ever sent to me okay (laughs) like i've had friends literally tell me that they were gonna send me stuff you know, from Sharp Eye Design, never did it. (laughs) Not talking smack, just saying facts. And it was Eugene Krabs who stepped up to the plate, was like, I will send you my Sharp Eye Design Mini Tempest. And he did. And now I have, finally, a knife designed by Brian Nadeau, and I understand what the hubbub is, okay? I understand what it is. This is one of the most elegant, like elegantly made knives i've ever held in my whole life it's just everything about it is just premium it these were three three hundred seventy five dollars and i think it is worth every penny bro because what you're getting is like perf perfection okay i'm talking about like no weird shortcuts it's just everything is contoured so nicely Um, They they had a large one as well, if you have bigger hands. I have smaller hands, so this is perfect. You know that front flipper action that Jared of Neves Knives always does this thing? On a front flipper, I have never been able to do that. Except with this one, it's perfect. I can actually do that. It's so good, guys. Like, if you could find this and you're looking for, you know, trying to dump four hunch on a really elegant piece highly recommend bro highly recommend maybe i'll do a video on it um it may be really sad because this thing has chip damage on the blade i thought i was going to get blamed for it but eugene told me like he did it he was cutting a box and hit a staple or something like that very beautiful knife though m390 titanium and carbon fiber with the transition from the titanium to the carbon fiber being absolutely flawless dude absolutely flawless it's absolutely flawless, Eugene, Eugene. You are the one that sent this to me, right? I am I wrong on this? Am I, did I get the wrong person? I thought it was Eugene that sent it to me. Um, it is. It's so nice, though, man. I I cannot believe it. The fuller works. <laughs> There's a fuller on it. You can flip it with that too. Reverse flick is money with the fuller. It, it's it's just crazy, man. Just crazy. This is perfection. Um. If I can maybe get in on a drop of these or maybe his new stuff is coming out. I do have the... Look, I'm homies with LeVon from Knife Nuts. Like, if I want one of the things, like, I'm in the chat, you know what I'm saying? And he'll just be like, yo, do you guys want this? This is coming up soon. You know, put me down for one. Like, I'm in the game now with, with them. But I've never... If I was making the money that I'm making now where buying knives translate to getting views and getting links uh getting clicks on affiliate and just growing the channel you know cuz you have to you have to spend money to make money you know what i'm saying that that goes so true for creating content on youtube i would probably buy the next one that brian Doe does just really great dude i can't I can't stop talking about it it's oh uh, a spd isn't very mr Krabs. mr Krabs would like have an ozark trail <laughs> he beats the light out so he can have maximum money dude he's gonna have uh mr Krabs. what is the Krabby patty right crabby patty knife bro just really nice though man damn this thing is awesome dude awesome absolutely awesome let's see what else i have that's really cool that eugene sent me i haven't even showed this one yet but this is the weirdest thing that I've ever loved. Okay. This is the weirdest thing that I've ever loved right here. It is so weird. You're looking at it, right? At first glance, you're probably like, that looks really dumb. (laughs) It's called the LaDuck. Okay. What made me fall in love with it? And Eugene warned me about this because he was like, listen, I know you're going to love this. So this is the sheath that comes with it. Okay. Let me, let me get a focus on that. And why this mechanism doesn't come on every every single neck knife Like this mechanism should be on every sheath, bro Okay, there is a latch here and this thing fits like a fucking glove, dude Why that doesn't happen with every knife is beyond me, okay? Now, is this a budget knife? Yes, yes, it is a budget knife. And if there's some like brilliant and also wonky things about the ergonomics, I think. Um, I love the blade geometry. Let me show you guys the blade geometry of this. It's just so sick, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is ATR 14 MOV. You get one extra, one extra MOV. It's not ATR 13. It's ATR 14 MOV. So they give you an extra MOV, all right? (laughs) They give you an extra MOV, and this thing is like, I think it's 20, I know it's under $30. I think it's like 27. You get a polymer handle, but it's not the slippery kind. It's rubbery and grippy. I actually quite like it for a budget, you know, small fixed blade. Now, here's where things get really fucking weird, all right? Okay? This is for small hands. This is how I have to use this thing. Is it comfortable? I don't know. I've never had to use this. It it is weird, because I can't go like this. This feels terrible. <laughs> this is probably how I would use it. Uh, jimping on tops real good, right? It's 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 uh, not not giant jimping. It's like smaller, but it's really grippy. This is a very cool little knife right here, man. If you're going to spend less than 30 bucks on this, bro, it's pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I endorse this. I endorse this. I Do they have um better quality steels, uh, better quality handle material, maybe? I would actually, I'm fine with the handle material, actually, dude. I like this grippy shit. But if maybe they had a better steel... I'd buy one of these. Maybe I will buy one anyway and put it in the giveaway. It's fucking cool as shit, dude. (laughs) It is so cool. (laughs) It is so cool. And then the sheath, bro, it is a joy to put this thing away. (laughs) It is a joy to put this thing away. Now, does this orange go with my outfit for Blade Show? Yes. So I'm thinking about copping one of these just for that. Just having it around the neck. You know, and people do that, ask for that pocket dump, got to show them what's what, right? You know, got to show them the EDC fit. And th- this fits with the orange theme right here. So shout out to Eugene Krabs for sending me a bunch of stuff. He also sent me a Forest V1. Don't want to talk too much about it. It is really good. but You can't get it anymore. It's 175. This is the V1. The V2 is out right now on Dylan Mallory's website. Um, this one's really good. I really like this a lot. But yeah, I just wanted to bring light on the LeDuc, if you guys have never heard of it. And uh, that Sharp Eye Design Mini Tempest is just absolute gas, bro. Absolute gas. Just so cool. I have a bunch of other stuff. If we get to it, I'll show you guys what's going on. But I think we should try to do some Informer right now. So I have something here from Me With Knives Mark, the homie. Uh, let's check this out. This is like, I want to, maybe this is Dutch bushcraft or something. Let me double check right now. Oh, it's same guy. Did a video. This venerable guy. Okay. We're going to check this out. Uh, Kamikoto knives scam. YouTube's latest grift to Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh. Interesting. I'm probably going to get flagged
1: for this, but let's go. Video from creators like Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Chael Sunning, or the quartering you probably saw them promote a company called Kamikoto. Huge shout out to this video's sponsor, Kamikoto. Kamikoto. Kamikoto.
2: Kamikoto. Kamikoto. Kamikoto.
1: Kamikoto. 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 advertises itself as a maker of high quality Japanese steel knives that are made in Japan. But are these claims actually true? Let's find out. Before I dive into Kamikoto's marketing claims, Here's a mashup of some of the biggest creators on YouTube promoting the brand. Using techniques that have been honed and perfected by generations of bladesmiths, Kamikoto knives are crafted only of high-quality
3: Japanese steel. Each Kamikoto
2: knife goes through a rigorous 19-step process that takes several years
3: from
4: start to finish.
2: Kamikoto builds on over 800 years of Japanese knowledge, technology, and expertise. Their knives have been meticulously handcrafted, using traditional techniques that date back to the Edo period of Japan.
0: The knives come in a beautiful heavy-duty ash wood. These are some big fucking channels dude these are some big entities right here box makes it a really great gift
2: each knife is individually all
0: right first of all i I love chael sonnen okay i i am an mma fan i love the ufc i watch one championship i watch fights whenever i can and it's funny to see chael sonnen do this because it, I, I i just wouldn't believe it but also here's the thing man All right, let me just get into this real quick before we go into the video further because I think I know where the guy is going. I haven't watched this, by the way. I try to do, I try to riff on it with you guys live because I think that is the allure of the show. Um, These guys are not knife experts, okay? They're not knife experts. So by them taking in this sort of sponsored brand deal, because these guys are getting money, okay? I don't know if it's, It's probably within the thousands of dollars per read. And that's how they make their money. So this is an advertisement. You have to treat this as if it's a commercial, right? They probably get copy for it of of things they need to hit. Because I've done this before, not um, as a sponsored ad read. um, And fortunately for me, I've only taken in the ads, ad reads that I, that I, Believe in you know what I mean? Like I've done Asia, I've done a list CBD, I've done um sale, and and all of those have been proven to be pretty awesome. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know when you have like a like an MMA commentary or MMA journalist, MMA uh, content creator, and then like a sort of political news person and other personalities of that type that are not knife experts. You know what I'm saying? They're not the Cedric and Adas or you know, or, you know, metal complex or, or, or Neves knives or something. I don't expect them to know even what we know, even what I know, because I am still, when it comes to everyday carry, like as a hobby, I am still very casual. I've always said this I am still a casual fan, and my audience is actually much more knowledgeable than me. Like, I'm not admit to, I'm not afraid to admit that. You know, but even I know more than these guys reading these ads. So you have to think about it as like, see, Brian Dorn is is an ad spot. That's pretty much what it is. Like they're getting paid to do this commercial for this company. Now, you know, is it fooling people if it's not a good product? It probably is. But like commercials on TV do the same thing. You know what I mean? It, they do the same thing, dude. They've been doing the same thing since the history of television
2: inspected and Kamikoto is so confident about their knives that each one comes with a lifetime guarantee. These knives are incredible and you don't have to take my word for it. They have been used by Michelin star chefs all over the world and if you don't love them, you will get a full refund.
1: It's obvious these YouTubers were reading off a script given to them by Kamikoto. But what's not so obvious are the false and deceptive marketing statements made by the company. So let's break down the company and analyze their claims. The two main claims Kamikoto makes are that their knives are made in Japan and are made using Honsu steel, which is a purposefully vague term. Honsu refers to the main island in Japan. Many types of steel are made there. This is one of their clever marketing tricks. Kamikoto wants you to believe that their kitchen knives are made using the finest Japanese steel. Here's what you need to know. Modern steel is made to industry standards and is given a code like 1095 or ATS-34, and it must be made to that industry quality standard, which means you can reliably say, if it has this grid of steel, it doesn't matter where it comes from. It can come from China, Brazil, or South Africa. If it has a certain code, there's an industry standard that must be met. So where the steel comes from doesn't actually matter, but Kamikoto tricks people into believing that their knife is special because they use traditional techniques from Japan, but it gets even worse. Even though Kamikoto implies in their marketing that their knives are made in Japan, through my research, I found out that most of their knives are actually made in China. According to their own website, their ganjo series knives are the only knives that are actually made. So I'm looking at the website right now. Mark H says, how
0: much are they? And they are listed in sets of three or four or uh, six or two. They're different ones. The cheapest one I see is $244 for two cleavers. And then the the very, very top of the page, they have a three set piece. And that is $326. So that's how much they cost. I do think that's probably a lot
1: made in Japan. Now there's nothing wrong with Chinese knives. The problem here is when Kamikoto uses deceptive marketing and clever wordplay to trick people into thinking they're buying high-end Japanese kitchen knives. A legitimate knife company with high-quality steel will want to make sure that people know what steel their knives are made out of. They wouldn't try to hide it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's 100% true. And Cole can actually point you to some good kitchen knives, Tri-State EDC, the homie, fellow content creator, who you should be following if you don't already, on YouTube and Instagram. It's Instagram popping, apparently. Um... <laughs> He, I forgot what the name of the company is. And uh, the company uses like a great steel and um, relatively affordable. I think it was like a hundred something. I, I forgot how much it was. I remember when I was on, yeah, uh, ha- I had him on my podcast when I was still having guests. He told me about it and that seemed like a lot more attractive than what this thing is. I don't know if we're going to watch this whole thing. It's fucking eight minutes long, dude. And a uh, shout out to me with knives, Mark for sending this, in because it seems like they're being kind
1: of deceptive. And am I going to get slammed with defamation? Maybe. Kamikoto also states that their knives go through a 19 step process and each knife is individually inspected by a master knife Smith before leaving their workshop. Here's the thing. Other knife companies go through their own process as well. So Kamikoto's process isn't exactly special. They also state that their knives have been used by Michelin star chefs all over the world. Notice how Kamikoto doesn't specify how Michelin star chefs are using their knives, but simply that they use them. Look, in restaurants, chefs use different knives for different tasks. So it's likely that the Michelin star chefs are using Kamikoto's knives because it's a cheap option for a low tier task. Not necessarily because it's one of the best knife brands. If you dig through Kamikoto's website, you'll find out that they use two types of steel. 420J2 for their Gentin series, and SLD steel for their Ganjo series. 420J2 is the steel that most of their knives are made out of. Now, you might be wondering, what's wrong if they use 420J2 steel? For those of you who are unfamiliar, 420J2 is a low-end stainless steel for those looking for a cheap and affordable knife. Damn. They, they, dude, can you imagine just buying
0: like you don't know any better? You know you're the, you're that girl. remember that one girl that we saw on YouTube? Her name was like Dream or something, and she bought a Sabenza as her first knife. let's let's see. If, I, I don't know if you guys have all seen that video. I know that a lot of people were telling me to watch it, and we have never done it. <clears throat> and uh, let's go check it out actually, because this is this is a funny one right now. Um imagine being that girl uh, dream who buys you know, a $500 knife or I don't know how much he spent on the Sabenza, And it had, like, ATR-13 MOV on it, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they were claiming it was, like, some high-end shit. And you would feel pissed. Like, it, you know what I mean? Because you would get into the game, right? You would get into the EDC game. And you're, you know, when you first get into it, like, you're buying everything in sight, bro. Like, I didn't know any better. I bought clones. I bought I didn't know any better. You know, I didn't have anyone holding my hand. I didn't have any friends telling me like, yo, this is the good shit. There was no Civivi around. There was no scent cut, no petrified fish, no QB, none of that. None of these sick budget brands were around. So I was just buying like CRKTs, Kershaws. They were popping, bro. They were popping. They were the only game in town for budget. You know what I'm saying? Um and, and civivi just leveled the playing field, just demolished them, bro. Like I I can't even I don't even look at Kershaw RC, or Kt anymore if I want to buy a budget thing. Like I just don't do it anymore. But um, imagine being this girl dream, and then your first knife you spend like mad money, right? And then you find out the steel is like Atr thirteen mov or like I don't know like Aus eight or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys? Did you guys watch this video? By the way, this girl does an unboxing of my first Chris Reeve knife, small Sabenza, bro. This girl got a small Sabenza before me. <laughs> Yo, shout out to her though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her, man. That's amazing.
3: Hey everyone, I'm back with another unboxing video. The last one was about scarves, which is right here, which I still have. It's absolutely amazing. Like I love wearing it. Like it looks great uh, with brown, black, and gray, which are usually the colors I usually wear. My bad. And so this is the new, okay, sorry, you guys do not care about the scarves. You you click this video to watch an unboxing video about knives. This is a Chris Reeve knife. It's a small subenza as you see in the uh title. So basically I do not know much about knives. I don't know much about steel. I don't know much about like all of that so you're... i'm gonna say
0: this right now this girl has better energy than some edc channels that i watch <laughs> i'm just playing <laughs> you're gonna be
3: seeing you're gonna be watching this, and then...
0: like she could do youtube if she wanted you know like right off the bat because this is like i'm looking at her channel she has 362 subs and she has one two three four five five, five videos so far this was her second a uh, third third video second full-length video and, like, she, you know, is crushing it already with just the natural inflections and the way that she speaks on camera. This is, like, without great camera equipment, great camera and all that.
3: Boxing video by someone who has no knowledge of that stuff. And I literally just bought this because I kept, like, like, I saw, like, this Reddit post about, like, EDC, like, Everyday Carry. And this guy had, like, a Chris Reeve neck. It's, like, a um, z- um, cum, zan, whatever, like. <laughs> that- bro, this is so
0: funny. I have never watched this all the way. Like, I remember someone sent it to me and it was also on my feed. And this is awesome, actually. Like, this is awesome that this girl went on. First of all, the research, bro. She went on Reddit, looked at Everyday Carry, and then got this.
3: <laughs> that one looks really cool. And basically, like, he had like a knife and then a pen and something else. Don't know. But I was. i saw that knife and i was like
4: wow
3: what the heck is that so then i literally like went through the feed whatever and then like i just kept looking until someone was like yeah that's a chris reeve knife and i literally went on the website and i was like damn that looks so cool like she has
0: created another uh, video by the way ian Coates, you're asking in the audience right now um it's an update uh three months with my first chris reeves knives so Dude, this video got thirteen thousand views.
3: Freaking it's, like, it's really expensive. And then I just like kept looking through on the site, and I just saw, oh shoot, like there's a smaller knife. It's like a sabenza, because I don't want to wear. I'm in Canada, and I don't know much. I also don't know about the knife laws here. But uh, basically, I don't want to carry like a big weapon around. Like I just want something nice and cute, and something I can carry every day, and something for me to like be obsessive with. Yeah. I'm
0: we, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. Like, the knife community desperately needs this kind of energy, okay? Desperately needs this kind of energy from younger people getting into the hobby, wh- how they think about it. And it makes me happy to see this. I'm not gonna lie. Like, this this is awesome because these these are the same reasons, I think, that I got into EDC as well. I just thought knives were cool. Like, I didn't know anything about it.
3: So anyways, here's the unboxing video as i was saying you can yeah you probably already skipped to this part so this is where you want to stop skipping so this is what it looks like it's a sabenza Tanta. wait no sorry that's that's what i want it's a small sabenza, 31 plain uh it's a drop point um with silver and then i got like luck double lugs because i like there was this site that i ordered it from it's called true north knives in florida so they had this in stock you at the time of this video, they still have another one of these. I have no idea how much of these they have, but they have another one of these. So basically, this
0: is awesome. Uh, dude.
3: I saw that like in Canada, and yeah, like there was some. There's this site like warriors, something in Vancouver, trying to charge a thousand dollars for this knife, and I'm just like, no.
0: How much so, did she pay? Yeah, like
3: there was some. There's this site like sites here with a thing that long. Even if it's been used, I don't care anyway. So a tanto. So I'm just like, okay, you know what? Like, if I'm gonna get that tanto one, I'm gonna get that that big zam um, whatever name umzamzam whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that's what it looks like. Uh, yeah, it's this one and that. Yeah. So this is this baby. Uh, is I mean birthday. Let's see her like born, actually take it out, right? June twenty twenty twenty. Like, that's before. that's a, So it's kind of nice that it's not there, but I'm not sure if it's supposed to be there or not so yeah this is the knife um it kind of feels like a little rough like it's not like it's kind of smooth but it's not i think this is sandbox or something
0: (laughs) there is something very endearing about this yeah
3: this is what it looks like
0: as someone who's been in edc for a little bit
3: an iphone 13 mini by the way so please uh, appreciate it compared to an
0: iphone 13 mini bro we need more of this.
3: this is to have two but i guess like you know if you want to save 25 dollars let's or, see how doing this i'm gonna open it um like with one hand but i cannot do that so ooh, that is nice okay let me just do that again because i talked over the click okay
0: yo she like so, knows what to do though
3: i can like i'm not able to oh okay wait let me just try with one hand
0: she's she's on the lock bar that's yeah no, it's not working it. for me
3: so i'm I, i'm right? i'm gonna have to use two hands this is a small subenza, by the way um so this Bro, is what this is like. so
0: funny let's watch her other video right so this is a she that that's a dream on youtube dream with an exclamation point let's check out like um her like update video okay
3: hi friends it's dream here three months with my small subenza from chris reeve knives and I'm just here to show you my thoughts and experience, and just basically a review of what it's like to live with this small knife, with this small sabenza for three months. So I, I was just want to say thank you, first all, to everyone in the comments from my last video—not the like my three, two videos before the video before <laughs> the last two videos that I made It's about the it's the unboxing video of the small Sabenza by Chris Reeves, which I already said in the beginning. But basically, yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone in the comments from that video uh, just for suggesting, like, for your suggestions about breaking it in. Because basically, last video, that video, I could not do this. Like, oh, she, go got it, video, uh, she got it, bro. She got it. Who
0: commented? Someone in the chat right now, who commented on her video to, like, tell her to do that? who commented on it because i'm sure that there was a bunch of people in the edc community who did that which is great you know what i mean and she probably felt welcomed for doing that uh for people doing that there are 316 comments 316 comments on that video dude um neves knives commented on it dude uh, it's Kara, actually. As a female knife collector, I'd like to say that it's awesome any time I see another woman choosing such nice knives, especially early on in your collection. If you'd like any recommendations for another knife, DM me on IG. My name is Kara, and my husband Jared and I run a YouTube channel as well. I do think that you might not like the Umnamzan. Probably spelled that wrong. It is much bigger than a Sabenza, and they don't make it in a smaller size. Even if it felt. Uh, comfortable in your hand you'd never be able to find women's pants with pockets that will accommodate it there are a lot of other brands that are of equal value to chris reeve that might be more suiting and just as good for your purpose great video cara this is this bro look and ian coates says fancy meeting you here like in that same comment that's so hilarious this is like pretty awesome dude you know what i'm saying and this is why like i stay in this community bro because there could be a lot of communities that would see this and they would like flame this girl. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, Oh, you know, like you just have money. That's why you got that. But instead our community welcomes her, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like welcomes her dude. And, and this is like one of the great things about the EDC community is this kind of stuff happens. You guys drop 316 comments, making this girl, you know, feel good about her YouTube journey and hopefully she keeps doing it because that was awesome. I did not expect that. I only like skimmed it the first time I watched it. I watched it a little bit longer with you guys right now. That was sick, dude. (laughs) That was crazy. That was crazy. That was awesome. Uh, Everybody give her a follow. Her name is Dream on YouTube with an exclamation point. Comment on her videos. You know, tell her the EDC community welcomes her. Maybe I'll do that. Be like, I just watched. I'll, I'll say, like, great video. <laughs> uh, we watched this and the unboxing on my live show today. Uh, I hope you keep doing YouTube, creating content, right? Creating content. Uh, welcome to the EDC community you know just make people feel good you know what i'm saying that's just how it is people are very welcoming to me when i first got in here so i'm gonna do the same thing you know what i'm saying um <clears throat> let me just kind of great video we watched this and the unboxing on my live show today i hope you keep creating content welcome to the edc community bam you know what i'm saying gotta gotta do that bro you know you gotta do that uh that was awesome dude that was that was very endearing that was very endearing. I think that was really, really cool. And I'm go- that made me feel good. The community was like very uh assuring and welcoming to her. That that's that's really awesome, man. There was one video I wanted to check out with you guys that Neves did recently. I haven't watched it yet. And I want to know if you guys did. It was the um the uh uh well, Beware of these Five Knife Companies one. Did you guys check that one out? Was it what is it about? <laughs> We're gonna check it out right now, dude. <laughs> Let's watch this, dude. It feels like I'm always watching Neves now. Let me tell you something, by the way. If you guys have noticed that there has been a trend lately on Neves's channel where the thumbnails are looking better and he's having kind of more topical videos as well. The editing has been better. I had a pretty great talk with him about like how to create content and stuff. And I'm gonna be employing this on the channel as well. And we like went through it like step by step. This dude's got a plan, bro. And that, that plan is going to work, man. It's basically like how to get a video to go viral. Look, this video already has 57,000 views on it, which is, uh, you know, already a lot better than his range. You know what I mean? Let's check it out, though. I want to check it out and see what it is. In today's video... What did that say? It said the con of this video is constitutionally protected under the first amendment as freedom of speech. Defamation, which is not constitutionally protected from form of speech, is defined as libel, published, printed, or pictured on truths about another entity which will do harm to said entity's reputation or slander. Okay, let's watch this. Let's watch this.
2: In today's video, we are discussing some information I've never really spoken about in the past, or at least publicly. And we're also gonna talk about five knife companies that I personally stay away from, and I'm gonna tell you why. Now, if you do happen to like any of the knives or knife companies that I refer to in this video, that's okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you about my experience and where I get it from. First one on the list is Ethan Grow. Now I know a lot of you guys <laughs> yo, like yo. It. shots fired
0: son. But you know what? It's true though. It's true though.
2: Ethan grow but let me just go through my experience through the years so there's a channel love them knives awesome channel he used to do tests and he would get steels from different companies or different knives from different companies and he would have a PMI test done which a PMI test is a positive material identification it's a fast and non-destructive testing method to verify the chemical compositions of metal and alloy PMIs can be used to verify the supplied material conform to the proper standards and specifications so basically it tests to see if the steel is the real steel that they're advertising well even grow over and over and over had their knives tested on his channel and came back as not the steel they advertised they would advertise d2 and it would come back as hcr now they supposedly had said that the oem that they were using whoever's doing their knives was doing it and it wasn't their fault and that they were gonna fix it right they were going to a different company or whatever but the problem i have which i understand things happen right things happen but the problem i have is that to my knowledge all the knives that had already been using the wrong steel we left on the shelves to be sold instead of taking them all down and replacing them with knives. And I ha- like the use of
0: stock footage, high quality stock footage to interject into the videos, which is, um, uh, you know, a technique like used a lot more by other genres of content. And it makes me happy to see that we have a big channel employing modern tactics.
2: You know what I mean? and i i really love that he's doing that i gotta do this as well have the accurate steel 100 instead they left knives that had a very high likely chance of not being real or at least the advertised steel now i can't confirm that that you know they did that on purpose or anything like that but it does seem that that was the case because over months of time Knives continue being purchased and continued coming up with the wrong steel. Now, supposedly, they're they're pretty good and they have fixed this. Most likely, all the knives that were on the shelf have been sold. But, you know, I can't verify that either. You know, you'd have to find out yourself on that one. But I just don't like the way they dealt with the situation and how they did not take it down. So it, it, it makes it difficult for me to trust that company anymore next is alien knives now i've never really publicly spoke about this and i kind of feel bad that i didn't but i am now and instead of speaking about it publicly i just was refusing to show any of his knives on the channel anymore now what happened was was in the beginning me and him were were kind of buddies and he had sent me some of his prototypes that were done by concept and i liked them they were great great knives concept did a great job and after reviewing that knife i actually wound up sending it to another knife reviewer to to get checked out well then alien had sent me a custom knife to check out and this custom knife showed up and had a lot of issues now in the video i had started the camera or i thought i started the camera i unboxed it and then realized my camera wasn't rolling so (laughs) i realized my camera wasn't rolling Pushed record and continued rolling from there and said in the video that, oh, I've already unboxed this. I thought my camera was rolling, but it wasn't. But now we're going to continue recording. So I do want to bring up that there was two videos made. I had a first impressions unboxing and a full review that was, you know, however long after. So the first impressions is I'm going to say this right now, yo. This motherfucker made a really good video because I am like invested right now. camera wasn't rolling because it was an unboxing and then you know when the camera was rolling i did the first impressions and in that i did say that the knife had up and down play but i didn't put it through any you know level of stress i just checked it barely after that is where i realized after really testing it and checking it out that it was failing very easily no matter what i did and in the full review that's where i talked about all the things i had experienced throughout my journey with the knife right well He did leave me a nice comment in that video, and I do appreciate that, but the problem I have is what he said to the commenters below that or below their comments like yes the knife was originally sent for an unboxing but was instead unboxed out of camera and the pivot loosened to jared's liking this is one of the main reasons i believe you will not find makers in the usa selling their work for a low price range when the handmade product is sold at a low price or given for free it tends to be treated in this manner would you take apart and loosen the pivot on a handmade knife if it was upwards in the $1,500 price range most likely not as a as most makers would consider that a void to their warranty on the handmade product on the other hand i will warranty and take care of my products regardless if you took it apart and i will assure i will take care of you regardless of the price range of my knives So it kind of insinuates that I took apart the knife or messed with the knife in some sort of way, which I did not. And if I did have to tighten or loosen the pivot or anything like that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop the knife from failing. I can tighten it all the way to its max and it will still fail super easily. But then it's difficult to even open. And then if it's loosened, then yes, you can open it easily, but it still just does not lock. Like right now, it's pretty tight and it's basically like a slip joint like a oh double d10 slip God. joint i can easily tighten the pivot to the max right now and it's right now i bet it can easily unlock Holy it but fuck. like it is it's hard to even open one-handed but you see how easily it fails if it's even adjusted to where you can flick it it'll still Fail very easily. Wow, it's just the way so the knife trash. is and that was my problem with it was how easily it would fail and the problems I had all the way across the board with the knife. Now I want to be clear this is one of his first knives and I didn't want to make it like this because it wasn't you know I understand like somebody making and being a new knife maker there's gonna be you know problems. and things. I like how you wrote something on the
0: bottom here so you can read it it says, you never want to criticize a new knife maker too harshly when they are starting out. So I understand why you're pulling punches on this one, Jared. It's
2: it's like cool. that. But it, it's just, it's how you there. deal with it and the way you go about it. Instead of blaming the product, it seemed that I was being blamed rather than the product itself. And that's how I felt. Now, I tried to give him, the, to, my, to the best of my ability, constructive criticism in a very nice way. Because I wasn't trying to attack the maker. I was trying to be critical, constructive criticism towards the knife itself. Which now, is our job. You know, not my job. I am a content
0: creator through and through. I don't even call myself a knife reviewer. But that is Jared's job. He's a
2: knife reviewer. Oh. The next thing that happened, because I wound up calling him, we wound up talking about it, we got into an argument about it, and the guy that I had sent the other knife to, the other... It's Alien Knives, Tri-State EDC. Alien Knives. Knife reviewer I had sent that knife to, he said the knife was great, but it just wasn't for him. Well, Alien had threatened to sue him over this Because like for defamation and which is just a ridiculous thing to even think he never even said anything bad about it But then me and him argued about that and argued about him why he was in my comment section saying these the lies, right? Yeah, well, you know, we got through it all when we ended the conversation You know, I was a little uneasy with the whole thing, but it seemed like we were kind of cool then months later somebody contacts me well i'm actually in the middle of talking with alien knives at the same time and he tells me about a guy who's contacting him having some issues with knives and you know and i'm kind of cool with him you know just telling them you know like uh what i would do to deal with it you know and blah 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 little did i know that that guy was gonna wind up contacting me Right. I didn't even know who this guy was. Contacted me and asked me if I wanted to, if I'd check out a knife he had. And I said, What knife is it? And he sent me a picture. And I said, I've already done a review on this. I already know. You know, and it was the knife that I had gotten the custom knife and did a review on. So he didn't know I had a video on it. He had watched my video, then got back to me and said, I have all the exact same issues that your knife had. And I said, Well, I you know, obviously, right? Uh, that's why my video was the way it was, you know, I was just being honest in the video and he obviously experienced the same exact thing. Now, he contacted Alien and Alien again proceeded to lie about what we said on the phone with each other in a private conversation. And I believed the guy only because he knew personal details of that conversation and he wouldn't even know those personal details unless if Alien had done that, right? Which wasn't a big deal that he said anything about the conversation it was just the fact that he was lying about what I was saying and made it seem like I had admitted to taking apart the knife and that basically the reason why the knife was all messed up was because it was my fault and and I I had never admitted anything like that. That's just absurd because that's not what happened. So after that I realized like yeah, this is just trouble all the way around and I don't even wanna deal with it. So I just backed off and decided not to show his knives on the channel anymore. Now, I just wanna be clear because I don't like attacking a product over the way I feel about the maker in a lot of cases, maybe in some very few cases, but for the most part, I don't try to do that because I think the product should speak for itself. But in this, in this point, it was both. Right. It was the the product was Damn. bad and the maker's response was horrible. So I just wanna make that clear. Now the guy who did contact me did wind up getting it worked out with him. He did wind up fixing it and replacing it. I did hear that it took a lot of struggles and back and forth, but but he did wind up fixing it or replacing his money or something like that. which which good for him, right? Good for him on doing that. <laughs> Next is MTech and companies. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Tech was gonna come out, yeah. I
0: knew MTech was going to come out. And look at Flaming Knob, bro, from the, tw- from the Twitch. Hi, I want to offer promotion of your channel viewers, followers, views, chatbots. The price is lower than any competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the best. Auto-on, incredibly flexible and convenient order management panel. Everything is in your hands. Turn it on, off, customize go to do, go to dogehype.com dogehype.com bro that's so funny. dogehype.com do you guys see that in the chat do you guys see that in the chat or you don't
1: <laughs> yo do you guys see that
0: you guys do you, do you guys see this <laughs> that's so funny. You guys don't see the Twitch comments. That's so funny. Check this. Guys, should I do it? I should do it, right? I should do that, right, bro? I should do it. <laughs> that is so great. Yo, let's keep watching this video. Yo, I'm invested in this video. I'm not even going to lie right now. You know what I mean? the The pacing of this video
2: is really good. Let's keep watching it like mtech now i'm sure they can make a good knife but for the most part their knives to me are like gas station knives and people ask me all the time what's the hardest steel you've ever had sharpened the most difficult steel you've ever had to sharpen is it s110b maximet i say no it's cheap gas station knives and mtech is an example of where i attempted to sharpen it and it was the worst experience I ever had sharpening because the steel was so soft on that example that it was like trying to sharpen sharpen Play-Doh. It really was. (laughs) So since I've had so many experiences with that company with steels like that and just poor performance, poor fit and finish, poor mostly everything across the board, I just tended to steer away from them In my opinion, that's what I do. I'm not telling you what to do, but that's what I do. Any company that does this next thing, stay the F away from. And that is American flags on knives (laughs) that don't come from America. I know you want to be patriotic, and that's cool, but buy a USA made knife in that case. There are plenty of great overseas companies that will make you a good knife, but I've rarely ever seen a company that puts American flags or patriotic themes or anything like that on a knife and it's not USA made to be good quality. So stay away from any knife that has an American flag that is not made in the USA. This also includes knives that say designed in the USA. Rarely will you ever see a knife that says that on the side of the blade and it be a good knife.
4: Well, they're trying to say that they're they are trying to trick you into thinking.
2: That it's USA that made. That it's USA Yeah, made. for sure. Yeah. Now the next one, <laughs> I think is pretty obvious, but any knives from infomercials. Diapers, <laughs> only a few of these beauties left. That is amazing. Say hello to the non-stick Razor Steel Samurai Stabmaster 2200. <laughs> you want primo slicing action? Look at what this baby does to balloons huh you always have trouble cutting through flan don't you jimmy yeah yeah not a problem Uh this thing literally cuts through warm butter like it's warm butter you're usually using (laughs) no name it's funny that he was able to use that footage and not get flagged uh, surgical stainless or german stainless steels and they're just usually crap you get what you pay for now let me be clear though let me be clear you are getting what you're paying for so just know that going into it they are very affordable and there's a reason why they're very affordable they're very affordable because in this case you do get what you pay for item number on this one. Oh, this is nice i was is-
0: literally gonna show you guys this video that he's showing right now oh that one got me odell that one got me practice katanas oh
2: Oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt big time. That one got A me Odell. Just the tip just got me Odell. <laughs> and last is Husk knot. That video is legendary.
0: That oh, 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 that one got me Odell. That one got me Odell. The tip just got me. And then later Odell gets on the video and you know, what? let's just watch the video later. It's so funny. He goes like, we have to do emergency
2: surgery right now. Now I've never had one of these on the channel whatsoever. I've never tried one but I've watched other channels feature them that I do trust. One of them being Cedric and Ada which has done a steel test on their knife. While it's not a scientific test and I can't prove that scientific he does do the exact same test across the board with all his edge retention tests so you can compare them against the other steels and other knives. Now in his video he tested it against a poor quality cheap kitchen knife of some sort and that knife wound up outperforming the husk knife massively and in my opinion what that says the reason why husk knife could not hold an edge for nothing in my opinion that's because it has a super soft heat treat if it's heat treated at all now, there's another channel that I want you guys to go watch because he made a video about all of this and did a really, really good job. And his channel is Venerable. Go check out Venerable's video. Big YouTube sponsor wants to take down my video because he broke all this down. And he even talks about a bunch of channels that they send the products to, to sponsor, you know, to to basically rave about their product, which I don't really blame them for this because they're not knife people. So it'd be probably difficult for them to know whether or not- Which is exactly what I was saying earlier.
0: You can't expect non-knife people to know about knives they are just doing ad reads. They're just giving spots to the brand. Right. Now, me as a, you know, even though I'm a casual EDC person, when I get an email, and you know, thanks to you guys who fucking participate in the channel and watch all my vids and stuff, you know, cr- across all the platforms, I've been getting a lot of I've been getting more emails, more DMs on on any platform than I've ever gotten in my whole history of doing YouTube for over five years now, right? Um, but I, I look actually at the product, right? First of all, this is a tip for all content creators out there. I never click on the links that are that are in the email that they send me. I look up the company myself because clicking on those links might just bring like some kind of backdoor virus program to steal all your shit. You know what I mean? So I don't do that. I check out the company first, see if they're like legit. And then I see if I want to work with them. And whenever it's like some weird Damascus, you know, Damascus brand, like, you know, knives or whatever. And it's it just, we all know what those knives look like, like the crappy ones, right? So I always say no. Um, I haven't gotten any kitchen knife stuff yet, um, you know, but there are some brands I look at it. I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to make a good unboxing ASMR. But yeah, I I always check out the brand first before I do it. But like I was saying, like these people outside of the EDC, community content creators that are just taking in the ad revenue like this is a commercial guys like they're being paid to run this ad it's what it's called it's an advertisement and you know being fooled by it is the same as being fooled by an
2: advertisement on television or cable tv it's the same thing it's a good product or not but either way these channels all did rave about this product and that's how they're getting it in front of everybody's eyes of the 90 or so channels they sponsored with their product i wouldn't consider any of them an actual knife channel however they were outdoors channels which kind of implies that they they know about knives a little bit Dude, outdoors channels should know and also great shot right now that i
0: paused on but outdoor channels should know, right? Outdoor channels should know. Come on. Y'all are feathering sticks, baby. Y'all should know. Great shot, by the way, that I just paused on right now
2: which in my opinion that's not the case so that's why I also don't fault them for it because you know I wouldn't think that they would really know what they're talking about when it comes down to knives but then it's also a little you know sneaky because why not send it to actual knife reviewers and knife channels and people that actually understand knives now to get some more information on this company let's head over to the research department
4: research department here, I have some information for you that you might wanna know. And this is all just gonna be opinions about information that I've readily found available on the internet. Do with it as you will. Now, to start, I wanna thank uh, Kenzo Kenzo Kishida from Blades Power who wrote a blog about Husk knives which really helped me hone in my journey on researching the company a lot faster than it would have been on my own. So thank you very much. To start, I want to talk about the materials that Husk claims to use on their knives.
0: You know, I'm just gonna say this right now, and I talked about this a little bit on the patreon with Kelly, is like th- what what they're doing, what Jared and Kara are doing is is like the goal actually. is for the channel to make enough money so that Kelly can quit her job and do and help me. you know what I mean?
4: One of the direct quotes that you'll hear them say is that they use traditional stainless steels that were used to make samurai katanas. If you know anything about katanas, red flags will instantly go up because you'll notice Katanas don't traditionally use stainless steel. They typically use high carbon steels, and so this in itself is already kind of just shady because they don't use stainless steel. The next thing is going to be the handle material on the knives. They claim to use like an oak wood, and again, they always cite all their materials as traditional Japanese materials. Well guess what? Oak trees are native to North America. They're very rarely used in Japan. So again, the the history here is just off in terms of what materials are being used on the knife and why they're being used. Now the third thing with their materials would be the steel. The steel was kind of hard to find but I did find in a couple locations where it was listed as 1810. Um, Otherwise it wasn't listed at all which I find equally as shady but being listed as 1810 if you know anything about that steel you'll know that it's traditionally called pot steel and that's because it's the same steel used to make traditional pots and pans. I'll just leave that with you to think about. The next thing is an advertisement that I saw on the blog, and I found other advertisements similar to this where Husk has used professional chefs to advertise their knives. Now, if you look at section 2.3 in their terms of service on Husk's website, you'll notice that they list the knives as not being intended for professional, commercial, or industrial use, and they're only for personal use only. But yet, they keep advertising it like a chef knife. When they give it to sponsor YouTubers, they use it in chef settings. Now, what does this mean? In my opinion, with the information available, I think that what they're doing is using the guise of being a chef knife and professional to sell it as such a high-quality product, but then being able to protect themselves if it goes wrong in that setting by saying, oh, shouldn't have been using it in that setting for personal use only. We said so. So again, did they ever say that? Is it a fact? No. But with the information available, this is kind of how the the dots I'm connecting. Now, the next thing is going to be about the location of the company. There's a lot of Japan being thrown around here, okay? These knives are absolutely not made in Japan. This is a surefire fact. The company is out of Lithuania. The knives are manufactured in China. In fact, I found them all over AliExpress under different brand names, which basically means, in my opinion, they like, they're probably drop shipping them from a company that makes this random pattern over and over and over from China. Again, no proof of that, but the design is all over AliExpress for $15 to $12. You can see it yourself. And then Husk sells it for $29.99. They could easily do that with a 50% markup, 50% profit margin, and and make a killing as long as they can advertise themselves as like a fancy knife. Okay?
0: No, it's about husk knives. Husk, husk
4: how I feel that's the dots I'm connecting with what I have available to me now the last thing would be their rating on scam advisor scam advisor is a website where they collect information research the domain and see how trustworthy websites are husk has a rating of one out of a hundred which I'm pretty sure is the lowest thing you can possibly get (laughs) now why is their score that low some of the reasons are that the company Or, I'm sorry, the domain holder for the website is using a service to hide their identity, which is just, like, shady. I- I found some alleged information that Husk may be owned by a parent company, so maybe they're wanting to hide that information, I'm not sure on that one. The other reason is that the website is hosted in a high-risk country. Of course, not everything from Lithuania is a scam, but this does lower your score. The next thing is that they've been reported selling fake products and have been reported as a possible scam on Scam Advisor. Now, note I am saying possible here because it's not proven, but there are a multitude of reviews about people claiming that they got charged for multiple knives, <laughs> can't get a hold of customer service, they're being ignored, and there's a multitude it's of these.
0: Bombarded by ads, by ad, their ads on YouTube, you know the one. Hey, what's the point of buying a cheap knife for twenty dollars when you could have a high-quality Japanese chef knife for only thirty dollars? Jeez, bro.
4: ...reviews, which brings me to my last point, the reviews on their website. Are they real? Are they not? No website with all five-star reviews typically is real. Now, in their terms of service, later on in it, you can see that they have a claim about customer privacy, and they specifically say that... Uh, customer privacy is important to them and that they will use fake pictures and names for the reviews to protect customer privacy unless the customer explicitly says they can use it. Now, this is weird to me. Uh, Usually when people make reviews, they either can check to be anonymous or not, but I've never really heard of websites, you know, if you choose to be anonymous, purposely placing a fake picture and name there. To me, what that is is a good way to make it so that you can't tell what's real and what's not because everything's a fake picture and fake name. Again, they didn't explicitly say this i'm just drawing conclusions based off what i see (laughs) you can draw your own conclusions with the information available all right back to headquarters
2: so in conclusion we are not saying that any of the information presented in this video is considered facts we are just telling you where we formed our opinions and what our opinions are of information that we have found or experienced now you guys can read what's inside this box right here until next time peace i mean i'm gonna say this right now my
0: boy you know my boy different bro like he was already like running you know at the head of the pack right when it comes to the knife youtube sort of hierarchy right of people that are actually succeeding and crushing as a content creator in the edc knife space neves is neves has evolved dude Neves has evolved, and um, I'm glad to call uh, both of these uh, people friends, man. You know, J- Jared literally had, uh, like, I don't know how long we talked, but we talked talk shop a lot about, like, what to do. And he's like, bro, this is a surefire way to go viral. And, you know, even if you don't have a video go viral in six months, if you have one video go viral, that's like hundred grand of revenue so why not try it and then i'm trying these things and he gave me the points like i have it in my phone you know and i i, I really appreciate that he did that because it made me think about creating content differently now have i employed it yet absolutely not because you know i do have a job i do work for urban and uh, my time is limited as a content creator so i usually I have to do the urban stuff and then i have to do my stuff So I think I'm going to be able to squeeze in after I move to Queens and all this moving stuff is over. Let me tell you something. Moving is fucking crazy. Okay, I have been going to the new house or my mom's house three times a week. So I have to go from the Bronx, take the L.I.R., take the L.I.R.R. all the way to Queens Village, go to the place. Do some work, break down some furniture, whatever. Take the LIR back again three times a week. So a lot of my time is going to that right now. Uh, and, and um, you know, so I don't have a lot of time to employ the the stuff that I, t- I chatted about with Jared. But let me tell you something, yo. When I move, I'm dropped like maybe one or two videos, full-length videos a week. And I'm doing exactly what this motherfucker is doing. Because... I don't even know how we as, uh, as viewers in the audience as well as the audio listeners, because I think the audio listeners are going to enjoy that too. We just watched a 20-minute video on a live, sh- live podcast, bro. Like, we literally watched that shit. That's how engaging it was. We watched the whole thing. We watched a video from another YouTube <laughs> for 20 minutes on a live show. So whatever Jared is doing it's definitely working and uh you know hats off to him man because the channel is evolving like again which is amazing and you guys are amazing for sticking with the show for this long uh shout out to the people who are part of the patreon patreon.com slash everyday city carry that is the best place to be on the internet bro let me tell you something right now we got vloggins, we got we got david Vloggins, you know what i'm saying we got vlogs on there sometimes i'm gonna get back into those. And we have like behind the scenes stuff as well as a one hour long exclusive podcast on Sundays where, uh, you know, Kelly and I shoot the shit. We do behind the scenes. We react to some hard hitting issues and we do reactionary uh, reactions to videos as well, which you guys really enjoy. And um, let's see what's going on here. It says, uh, how do you think the cats will react to the move? Uh, I. I. I think they're gonna be okay. Robbie is here right now. Um, I think they're gonna like it because I have a huge yard, dude. Like for New York City, to have a yard like that, like like that house probably worth a mill right now. Um, you know, my mom didn't buy it for that; she bought it a long time ago. But that the area is like suburban. You know, I'm gonna be able to be in the yard, and I think the cats, like, I'm gonna have them maybe like leashed up or some kind of like outdoor like crate system where they could be outside so they could look at birds and shit and imagine what the old days was like where they could eat like animals (laughs) you know you know when cats get crazy when they look outside and they go like they start they start doing that here in the bronx and i only have one window for them to look out of but there's gonna be a whole house for them to mess around with so i think in time the cats are going to be pretty good and the content is going to fucking evolve as well because I'm going to have access to daylight. I'm going to be outside, I have a lot of room. I'm going to be able to plan shots. I've so, Just stuff I've never had before. I'm going to have access to it now. And, you know, dude, you give your, you give your boy an inch. You're going to level up. You're going to level up, dude. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Everyday City Carry podcast. This is episode 248, dude. I cannot believe we have done so many. And we're growing all the time. And uh, shout out to Original Goat, actually. Dude, Maddie bro. Bro, Ma- Ma- Marte. We have, uh, my, my link has been crushing, huh? It's been doing pretty good, I think. So uh, if you want me to, uh, you know, you want to loan me some scales, um, let's talk about it so we can uh, pump out some, some more sales of this, you know, cause it's been, it's been doing really good. <laughs> this is your boy Ray and this is the everyday city carry Podcasts. much podcasts I said podcasts podcast much love to everybody enjoy the rest of your day peace